Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Tinkering with X, Y and Z. I'm your host Aru and I'm joined with Shalendra. Yes, so how are you doing? How's your week been this so far? This week has been great. This also happens to be the week of Teacher's Day. Yes, Happy Teacher's Day. Thank you very much. Uh, happy Teacher's Day to you as well. You have been teaching us a lot of lessons, I guess. Yeah, but the t- it is this day is for you, more specifically. Yeah, I would say that it is for all kind of teachers. I mean, teachers come in all shapes and sizes and forms. So this is for all the teachers that we have had in life. Yeah, so Happy Teacher's Day to everyone out there, I think. Yes. Everyone is a teacher in their own way. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that is that's nice. But uh, now let's come to the topic that the news that we have picked. Um, What's the big news then? What is the big news? The big news is that a month back, Sabya Sachi and H and M had a collaboration called mm-hmm. Wanderlust, okay. uh, which was Sabya Sachi trying to get the Indian um, art designs into the world because H and M is a big big brand, right? It's a big hit in the clothing industry, and he kind of was. An kind of unexpected reaction he got uh, from the artisans, in mm-hmm. fact, because they felt like they were not being recognized for it. I think you heard this news. Yes, right? yes, yes, it's, yes. I think most of us had, and the um, collection was sold in minutes. Yeah, of it, course, it's it, Sachi. So. It is Sachi and it was sold in minutes, and people had like, wow, okay, we're getting India into the world. There's like, we're getting, um, they might appreciate it more. But artisans thought that they were not being recognized for it because they didn't make it. Was not made by local artisans and they were taking their designs. And, and on Teachers Day, in fact, Sabesachi should have thanked those artisans because I guess they were his first teachers. They are yes. the ones who taught him what Indian design and what yeah. Indian, let's say, art is in yes. that sense. And I think he uses a lot of those motifs and a lot of those patterns in his work yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah Sabesachi is known for like he, his stand is on Indian right. local crafts right mm. and that was kind of a kind of a hit for the artisans and he has got he owes a lot of to indian artists yeah. and it would have been great had he also incorporated them into this whole plan of wanderlust whatever wanderlust. he wants to call it yeah. yes yeah also the, the idea of fast fashion right h&m is all about fast, fast fashion. fashion and people uh, during this time especially are against it that they say that we should not have fast fashion we should um, fast fashion is basically trends coming in very, and fast. very fast and the clothes that are already made are not sold anymore, they're just discarded, uh, which causes a lot of waste and pollution, uh, which is leading to global warming and a lot of environment problems. I, I think I think fast and this I can talk from a running point of view as well, <laughs> fast is usually not sustainable as well. Yes. Uh, fast takes up more energy than required without any clear desirable results as, as an output in that sense. Uh, fast fashion, I would say, um, is fueled by social media definitely that everybody wants to be on the latest trend. Yeah. Uh, and it creates a sort of pressure on both the designers as well as manufacturers and retailers to, to be doing something new every season or twice a season, I guess, twice mm-hmm. in a season. And if you don't get it right, uh, you would definitely have what we call as an unsold inventory, which is going to lead to pile up of clothes which nobody wants and then you'll have to either do a sale or a discount on that or just throw them off in case you want to preserve your brand. So fast and fashion, um, yeah, I think we need to think about it as to 
what is the purpose as to what what is the purpose of clothes in that sense mm -hmm. why do we want clothes and what do what function do clothes serve that it's very interesting you ask that question because we have a friend of tinker coming in who is exactly here to answer that question for us and you will be hearing from us soon so let's go right into that segment okay so we are joined by our guest a friend of tinker kamna uh, thank you for being here so you are a sustainable enthusiast um, so i came across it through him and he suggested to follow you on instagram and i have been since then and i really like your posts about sustainability menstrual health um, nutrition a lot uh, so could you expand on that more and what you do my name is kamna and uh, i'm a nutritionist and also a lactation consultant i started my social media journey 5 uh, years back when i had delivered my second child and i sh i wanted to share everything what i felt and experienced during the motherhood and slowly and steadily i started also learning about sustainability uh my kids were the people asked me like what you know what drives you to learn more about it and practice as well and for me it was a very selfish reason i tell them like i'm very selfish because i want a better world for my kids just because i've brought them so i feel it's it's my personal responsibility to you know leave a world in a better uh, make a world a better place for them to live because you hear news about you know air getting polluted water getting polluted the food is already exploited so there are so many things needs to be tackled down and uh, i feel like uh, and i worry for my kids health and uh, instead of blaming the government i i thought that you know uh, rather than you know just pinpointing everybody who is doing what you know i should rather first focus on myself and you know and bring change in my life mm -hmm. and and that's it yeah so slowly and steadily i started my sustainable journey and it's still going on i'm still learning about it every day mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we just discussed about the Sabya Sachi yeah. and H and M. So, what is your reaction? I saw you kind of posted about it as right, well. Right, right. And so it was not at all shocking because, of course, Sabya Sachi is a businessman; he needs yes. to earn money. Yeah. Uh, but it was also weird that you know, uh, Sabya Sachi being a Sabya Sachi icon, like everybody just looks upon him, right? Yes. Like in in the fashion industry, and everybody wants to have that one Sabya Sachi piece in their yeah. wardrobe. I mean, he really. I felt like he really didn't need didn't uh, needed the H and M brand to you know uh, take the Indian crafts globally. Yes. So that was my main concern. Like, you don't really need to uh, you know join a fast fashion hand uh, to take the Indian crafts globally. And uh, the questions were also uh, you know it was a little problematic, especially the collection because the collection was made of polyester. It was not cotton. um the prints were all power loom like it was not you know hand loom yeah. or hand block yeah so that is the real craft of um, our country right yes. the hand woven hand block prints yeah. um but they were just being machine made so i really not understand like you know how you are promoting the craft and the culture of your country via textile which is just being made in the factory just like every other garment yes. so so that so these are the problematic questions and again i h and m being the mass produce Yeah. you know uh how much are they paying the did the did the uh, the garment workers who made those service actually collection be yes. paid ethically so that was also a question so we don't know anything about it yeah. he may have written uh you know in the open letter that it was from mm. the business point of view but but there are still so many questions you know mm. which are problematic and which needs to be answered which of course yes. they will not yeah. right
because we are as a consumer we always look at the end product what yes. people buy which the collection which got sold out within like two minutes yes they yes. just saw the product but they didn't see what was in the life cycle of that what time. went behind it. Yes, yes exactly yeah yeah so that but that's the nature of i would say fast fashion in that yeah. sense um, and this is upon manufacturers as well as designers to think about right uh, in terms of is it fair to all the stakeholders in that particular ecosystem so as of now, it seems to be driven by retailers and manufacturers right. and designers, of course, get a part of it. But people really at the background, people who manufacture them, I think we've got I mean, examples. It starts from the farmers itself who are growing farmers, the cotton. Yes, yes, growing the cotton as well. Yes. But the nature of fast fashion wouldn't make it possible to bring it down to the level where you could have hand woven or handcrafted. Right, right. And I think that's what the problem is because, uh, you know, uh, people always say that, you know, we're not able to afford a sustainable fashion brand because mm -hmm. they are very expensive. And that's the thing that the whole fast fashion is doing that they're making you think that the clothes can be available cheaper at mm -hmm. a cheaper rate. And we and that way we don't value the human labor, the human dignity. Right. And that is becoming problematic. If we start paying the fair prices to everybody around mm -hmm. us, even in, you know, uh, like mm -hmm. to our domestic employees as well, you know, it will understand how much their true labor is and uh, people will understand the value of sustainable brand and again the second problem is the consumption if you are buying 10 pieces for 10,000 pieces that will, that will be problematic so if you buy only few pieces which is from a sustainable brand yeah. uh, it is still far more sustainable the problem is the consumption the problem is that we are just buying clothes every month Nowadays, there are so many brands that are coming up and uh, so many sales coming up and uh, I mean, there is no, there is no limit, there is no end to buying and that is becoming problematic in, in especially in the fashion yeah. industry. Yeah, so um, coming to that, my next question was around people calling sustainable living to be expensive, uh, that they cannot afford it. So you, you live sustainably, what do you have to say about that? That's what like we discussed before, like we have been living sustainably. Sustainability, sustainability doesn't mean that, you know, you just have to reduce plastic. It is like it, the it's like an umbrella term. There's so many nuances in it. Like, you know, you can bring daily change in your life easily. For example, taking a, you know, clock back doesn't mm -hmm. cost much or uh, taking your own bottle doesn't cost much. Mm -hmm. So these are the small changes you're talking about and doesn't cost a lot. And same with the fashion as well. So uh, like we discussed, like, yeah. you know, the secondhand uh, shops there are there, you can buy secondhand clothes or secondhand things, even for my kids as well, like everything, like right from their clothes to toys, to the things that you need for, uh, you know, when they are small, like, you know, uh, a booster chair where they eat food yeah. or anything that is related to the uh, kids that you need uh, in the early days. I have always bought it from um, OLX, like majority of them are secondhand. Okay. You know, if we can just bring it in our daily lives, uh, it'll uh, help in reducing the carbon emission a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I was I, I was sharing earlier that I wrote about it in my newsletter as well when I was writing about platforms and fashion, and right. I said, oh, you might have problems with borrowed clothes, but you're actually borrowing them from yes, future. Yes, exactly. You're borrowing it from your children's future, and this whole idea of this fast fashion, which is basically take, make and throw, uh, I think that's not going to, this linear model is not going to take yeah. us anywhere. We need to have yeah. more circular, circular things coming model, back. Yeah. Which is 
which is not only like you know uh, environmentally mm. it is uh, helping but mm. also socially as well the people who are involved in making should be happy as well yeah and, and get the communities together right because people are sharing yes of course of, yeah. course of course of yeah. course nowadays nobody is talking to each other there is hardly mm. any uh, you know yeah. communication so it also helps in building that community any book you'd like to suggest she has left us with two book recommendations uh, by Srini and Shubhashree which is the everyday eco warrior and i uh, imperfectly zero waste which i'll be reviewing and um, talking about in my books nook series which is on the tinker instagram page so thank you for these thank recommendations so i will read them and i'll let you all know how they are Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is a very <laughs> insightful conversation. It is always incredible. insightful to talk to you and yes. listen to you. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting. Thank yeah, thank you. you. Yeah, great conversation. Yeah, that was great. I'm very insightful. Very insightful. Very insightful. Now, coming to our recommendations. Okay. Um, so, what is your recommendation? So, my recommendation, I think, is in in line with uh, what Kamla has been sharing. I, I have a book called In Praise of Slow. okay uh, and this i mean so what has happened over last industrial revolution post industrial revolution that things have been speeding up Spe- speeding up and, and that has caused a lot of heartburn it has caused a lot of unrest so and so fast forth. track life fast track life everything is blurry and nobody has time for anything yeah. so carl uh, talks about how we could have uh, more rhythm and slow rhythm in our life and he talks about the all facets so that is food slow food for example i mean fast food as <laughs> as bad as fast fashion yeah. and so high on calories gives you a high and then leaves you with diseases in that yes. sense so slow food and all our cooking for example only was slow only you know? yeah. put up stuff in a pot put it on a fire and then you would wait for it to be cooked yeah for hours uh, so slow food um, running also i mean I, i'm a huge fan of slow and long so you go for long runs sundays and slow and endurance endurance is what matters how long it is uh, also in relationship yeah we are not looking for a uh, short relationships we would want to cultivate those meet people sit with them talk to them and then long relationships long lasting long lasting meaningful relationships yeah yes. so that's my book recommendation Yes. So, what's yours? Mine is I think a favorite of both of ours and a lot of more people. It is Tushar Mori in um, honor of Teachers Day today and I think he's my favorite book teacher that I've ever uh, come across even though I never really met him but I think I met him through this book and I read it multiple times. I cry every time I read this book. I think most of us have and this is different lessons that um Mori taught the author Mitch Mitch album um, and it's very insightful I don't think I can summarize this book in any way because everyone takes away something different from it it talks about love it talks about relationships uh, about how people don't have time for each other and how important love is i think the main one thing that i always take from this book is remember to love to give love and take love as well and as early as possible don't wait for don't them wait. to die yes. or, or close to be yeah. dying you should yes. meet them earlier not what don't live with regrets uh, don't look back and wish you were back there because you already lived that life uh, so I, i think it's it's a great book he was a teacher he was a philosophy professor 
so I think in honor of him and I think we should I think this is a lovely book I think I recommend it to everyone you too just have copies of it at home to reread always and this is my book recommendation it's one of my favorite books and uh, everyone should just have a copy of this at their home yes. and in their pockets <laughs> I think it's a wonderful book so that is I think that brings us end to the thing pre-love to talk about pre-love love spreading love is important community is important people are important we are social beings we need to be with each other and let's great and great insightful session thank you very much thank you thank you for being here as well and um, we'll see you next time on episode number three so thank you for joining so long bye 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 stay safe